Pop stars, welcome to this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. I'm Eddie. And I'm Tammy. Thank you for joining us. This week's episode is sponsored by PTA Travel Services. Call us before you book your next vacay. We can get you there cheaper than other services, whether it's by tra- plane, train, or automobile. And if none of those are available, we do bikes too. Check us out at PTA. No matter the mode, we get you where, you, we get you where you're going at ptatravel.com. Have you taken a vacation lately? I did. Remember, I went to um, I went home. Uh, what was you it last to Jersey month? two months ago? Yeah, I went to Jersey a couple months ago. How'd you go? Plane, train, automobile, bike? Oh, train. Although I seriously wanted to go by automobile. Like I love driving. I wanted to do cross country, but yeah, I just ended up taking the tra- taking the train, taking the um plane. <laughs> I did. I love, I want to take a road trip. Like I've mapped out my trip cross country so many times, like just a cross country road trip. Um, And I I like driving too. One thing I I would love to do Europe by train. I I know our train, I think it would be fun to take a cross country train trip. They say we have one here, but I don't know what it's like, but I would love to do. uh, On Amtrak, right? I think it's Amtrak has. I think so. Yeah, from New York um, to, I think it's Los Angeles. Yeah, and speaking of trains, the bullet train looked really good. So this week, we take off with Brad Pitt's latest bullet train, also starring Sandra Bullock, Aaron Taylor-Johnson, and Brian Tyree Henry, as well as Joey King. Brad Pitt stars as Ladybug, coolest assassin name ever, who tries to find a new way to do his job after one too many of his past gigs has kind of gone off the rails. Boarding the bullet train is supposed to be an easy job just to get his feet wet again and ease him back into the new ways of doing things. Um, but you know what they say about the best laid plans. So Tammy, what did you think of bullet train? Was it bulletproof or did it go completely off the rails? <laughs> Both. <laughs> literally. It literally <laughs> went off the rails. <laughs> um... I will say that it was surprisingly funny. Now, I did want to see the movie um, just because of everybody who was in the movie. Uh, So it was on my list of movies to actually go see because I haven't been to the theater in a while. But um, it was surprisingly funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought it was going to be like dry humor satire. And um, I found myself like laughing in theater. But here's my thing. I think you've been to the theater when I've done this before, Eddie, but I'm not too sure. So, like, (laughs) when I go see movies with, like, assassins and mercenaries and everything like that, like, I crack up at how these people get shot and killed, right? Like, the death scenes I find to be just really, really funny. So, uh, on this movie, like, I'm in the theater and I'm cracking up and I'm looking around me and everybody else is just chilling. And I was just like, am I the only one that finds these scenes funny? I guess so. I'm weird. I'm weird. I, there could be some evilness in me. But um, but yeah, it was surprisingly funny on like just how the storyline played out. <laughs> yeah, um, they did. This is one of the ones I wanted to see it too, like you, because, you know, um, of all the people who are in it, um, Brad Pitt aside, I love Brian Tyree Henry. Um, he has become one of my favorite actors and he's so good. Is and- that the black, the black, the black man? Yeah, that. Oh, okay. yeah. I, I and could, he's I an, and, um, he's a great actor, and I think Atlanta, the show Atlanta, 
um, is what actually really put him on the map. And um, that's when I really started paying attention and anything, because he is great in Atlanta. Um, and so I, I, I just pay attention to whatever he's in. He's just that good. And so I was like, dude, when he did, when I saw that he had a British accent in his movie, I was like, he's not British. And I actually had to go look it up because you often see like Aaron Taylor Johnson is British and you see the Brits doing the American accent, but it's, it's rare that you see Americans doing a British accent. Wait, he's accent. not British? He's not British. No, he's American. Oh, <laughs> and that's what I had to look up. I'm like, wait a minute, has he been? Because I know they filmed Atlanta, like the last season of Atlanta in London. And so I was like, wait a minute, has he, has, have I been falling for the okie doke this entire time? <laughs> and the reason why is they say because Americans do horrible British accents. They do. Brits, you know, but he had that shit spot on. Um, Joey Kings wasn't bad either, but you know she's American, you know. Um, so that was why I wanted to really watch it. And so I was expecting kind of like, you know, I, I wasn't expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. And on a side note, it also reminds you of how all the personal drama aside, it reminds you how good of an actor Brad Pitt really is. He does yes. comedy really well. Um, and I think we tend to forget that, especially since he usually does some of the more dramatic roles. But I was like, oh, my gosh. It, yeah, so I really, um, I enjoyed it. And um, it had great cameos. Like, you knew Bad Bunny was going to be in it. Um, and the way he Hold died... On. I'm so sorry. So sorry. Was Bad Bunny the wolf? Yes, Bad Bunny okay, the wolf. Okay, okay, okay. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, and and I granted. Now, it was, I wasn't necessarily laughing, but it, it was funny because the way most of these characters died was the result of Brad Pitt's character thinking he had bad luck. And like yes. the lady, the ladybug name was an oxymoron his handlers trying to convince him that he had, that he was lucky, that he really didn't have bad luck. And so um, the way Brad, Brad Buddy died was just like completely accidental. And the funny part was the way he set him up to try to make it look like he was alive and he kept trying to talk to him. And he was like, but dude, really? So that, those were the funny parts to me was just like how he was trying not to kill anybody, but the more he tried not to kill anybody. He killed everyone. He killed everyone. So um, <laughs> I really love that. And um, who were like some of your favorite characters? Because um, this was a great character, character, I think. I, I love Tangerine and Lemon. The yes, the twins. <laughs> the cit- I called them the citrus twins. And he goes, but they're not twins. And he's like, have you seen them? They were twins, okay? They were <laughs> And she goes, the twins. And he goes, they're not twins. twins. <laughs> they look nothing alike. He's like, trust me, they're not twins. <laughs> um, I thought they were absolutely hilarious. Because you also saw, like, even though they don't look alike, they were brothers. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, <clears throat> oh, my God. The movie we we ambulance yeah Jake Gyllenhaal and uh Abdul Mateen the third yeah, yeah. like yeah, yeah. It, it's the same thing on like yeah we may not share blood but that's my brother and so you got that feeling but they were just hilarious on how they were constantly bickering but like and then at the end they were just no like but you're gonna go do the job that we came here to do right he's like all right be careful all right, be careful. And then they would just go about it. And then the fact that Lemon kept bringing um, Thomas 
the tank. <laughs> Thomas the train. And he referred to everybody by a character from the show. And I was just like, oh my God, that brings back childhood memories. But what? Yeah, like, he, <laughs> and I, like, I was he made say, sense too. He made sense. He did. They were my favorite characters too. Um, I love the Citrus Twins. They were amazing. And <laughs> Citrus um, Twins. I, I want because I love the and because I love you know the shit the the like we said we love the actors so much. I watched a lot of the pre interviews. I didn't watch a lot of the spoilers, but I watched a lot of the interviews. And Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, go to YouTube. Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brian Tyree Henry did a lot of their interviews together, and they are so funny. Um, there's this really particular one where they're doing American and British slang. Oh my gosh, they had me cracking up. And then Brad Pitt even joined them for some of them. And it was hilarious. And so I was like, wow. And you know, sometimes you think, okay, is this a PR stunt? Are they trying to convince you that the co-stars actually like each other? And then I'm like, well, we're in a day and age where if they didn't like each other, they wouldn't agree to do these interviews together. They'd just be like, nah. But it was really funny. Like the chemistry, I would just say the chemistry was real, you know. Um, and it like so check out those interviews. Um, but yeah, Lemon and Tangerine, they were hilarious. And when Lemon was like, I know I learned everything I know about reading people from Thomas the Train. <laughs> and he gave everybody the train engine. And you would think Lemon, because of the way he always referred back to Thomas the Train. And the way he was just like nonchalant, like when the when um when the white what was his name? White Death is what they called him. Yeah, White Death. Yeah, when White Death's son died, he was like, Well, well okay, whatever. <laughs> He's like, Why can't we just tell him his son has died? We lost the case. And so he was just like, Whatever. And um, but you would think that he was really bad at his job, but he was actually really, really good at his job. And ultimately, if you paid attention, what he said makes sense. Like the way he found out who the diesel actually was and the way he, he found a way to, uh, tell, to tell his brother, to get the message to his brother because he, he knew he was incapacitated. Like that was genius. I, I love women. Like the, the Citrus Tins were awesome. Um, what did you think about Joey King's character? So did you see the I twist? That's two questions in one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so Joey Joey King's character, the Little Prince, right? I believe mm -hmm. is um, the character name. Um, the Little Prince. I kind of refer back to Lemon, right, and how Lemon reacted. So when, like, she got everybody on her side with her with her white girl tears, right? That was the line of the movie. <laughs> she balling, she balling. She getting these tears out. She being all emotional, anything like that. He was just like, oh, he was like, whoo. Like, I just can't focus because of your white girl tears. Like, and then she kept, and then she tried it again. He was just like, oh, you are really good. This must really work. Just like, like, how do you do that? <laughs> you do it on like, oh. And I'm like, that is true because she got everybody on her side in the beginning because she pretended to be a innocent young white girl crying and blaming all the men for her problems and and I was just like and I'm looking at her while she's crying and I was just like please stop <laughs> I was like please stop like so I'm cracking up every time he would say something like that to her 
I'd be like, please don't kill him because he is the only one who is like not falling for the for the bullshit. Like he's not falling for the bullshit. Everybody else was gonna fall for it. He was like, no, nah, I'm good. Except for the father who knew who she was. Yeah, like I, um, see, I wasn't. I kind of figured it out a little bit earlier. Um, it. I was like, okay. I said she's got to be his because. The thing about it is, I was like, you can only be that twisted. And especially when it seemed like um, he was her main target. I was like, oh, this bitch got daddy issues. Like, <laughs> and so I was like, okay, white death is her dad. And then when she spit, I'm like, what did he ever do to you? And so I was like, this is way too personal, you know. And so it's like, all right. But so I wasn't really quite surprised by that twist. But yeah, him and those white girls, because he almost fell for it. And then when he looked in the bag and he saw the gun, he was like, oh, like he knew he knew something wasn't quite right about her, but he was willing to give her the benefit of the doubt. And then when he when he looked in the gun and he saw when he looked in the bag and he saw the gun, he was like, oh, no, nah, this bitch here. <laughs> he was like, I found my diesel. Found your so, diesel. Um, the but, guy yeah. was from the sun. No, wait. Oh, God, I forgot what his code name was. God, uh, the, the fool son, the the one who who um son was pushed off by Lil Prince. I forgot what his oh. um his code name was, but um he is from Snake Eyes, right? Yeah, that's Andrew okay. Joji. He's one. He's from Warrior Two. One of my favorite actors. Um, I love him, and I is love. Is he the show. half Japanese? I think so. Okay. Um, he's in that show Warrior. I've been trying to get you to watch, and now that HBO Max has taken over, I. I hate to see the fate of Warrior because it's so good. And um, it was one of the shows that has survived the Cinemax merge. And I was like, oh, gosh. But, yeah, um, I love Andrew Joji. He's he's a great actor. Um, but, yeah, you called him the fool son. Was he really a fool son? Or did he just, was he the one with the bad luck? Or did he just have bad judgment? Like, he, he was a fool. You, you agree with the father. He was just a fool. Well, yeah, because look, what Lil Prince said to him, yeah, she may have been trying to, you know, make him feel some time away because she was using his son against him. But what she said is right when she called him out and said how easy it was to persuade your son to come to the roof. The fact that you were nowhere to be found um, and I was able to get your son onto the roof and push him off of the roof because he was so kind-hearted is not because of you. That's in spite of you because you never put him first, which I'm like, I would love to see, like, how did you get to that point when your father was who he was? Yeah. Like, how, like is it is it partly because you saw your mom die or because seeing who his father was, um... I'm just like, how did you turn out this way? Like, you had the skill, but you weren't that great. Um, maybe it's a sense of entitlement. Maybe it was because he felt like he was always a disappointment. But I'm with you. I, I, I do agree with the fact that it was like, dude, it took you three hours to realize that your son was gone. Yeah. And to realize that she played with you for three hours. And then when you finally realized she was gone, that's when she pushed him off the roof. And I think that was a plot. I think that was a plot hole um, for the story, right? Kind of like his character. 
Um, I think that was a little bit of a plot hole um, for the whole entire like storyline on his real purpose in the story. Like I get what she wanted him to end up doing, but I didn't even really see that actually, you know, following through in the end. Like I felt like there were plot holes when it came to his character and how he played a role ultimately in killing the white death. Like I, I heard her when she was, she was actually explaining it, but I still, it, it was still very skeptical on how it was going to happen. Like, how was he going to get so close to your father? Like, I, I just didn't see it. And maybe I didn't pay attention enough, but I thought his character was one of the plot holes. Like, you ultimately see the connection of his father and how his father played a role in the storyline. But I feel for him, besides push, because even then, when she pushed the son off of the roof, right? You mean to tell me you did all this research, but you didn't realize who grandson he was he belonged to? I think go ahead no i was just like like she 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 didn't she didn't real like i feel like she didn't realize who he was ultimately connected to like i i don't think she researched enough like she just needed a fool she needed a fool and you know um she chose him and she may have known that his father was connected to the white death but i don't maybe she didn't understand how powerful his father was or who ultimately his father was because it just seemed like a plot hole to me. I'm, I'm going to just end there. It just seemed I, like a plot hole that didn't necessarily get filled even at the end. I think she did. And I think it was, I think it was twofold. Um, and I get it because I agree with you. Um, I think they could have given his character more to do, probably made him a little, I think it would have been more effective if he was a little bit stronger of a character, if he wasn't written as such a weak and for lack of a better term, like you said, fool. Um, I think she probably did realize whose son he was and the connections, but I think it was more of her of her plan B to start a war, um, to to say, oh look, you know, to, to 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 try to drive that wedge and those who were loyal to her father to make it to 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 kind of divide to drive a divide in the organization. Um, or a deeper wedge in the organization. That's, that's what I'm thinking. Um, because up until that point, she had everything like really, truly planned out. So I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. But I do agree with you that um, I love Andrew. I think it would have probably been more believable if he were a better character. Um, because I'm with you. It's like, okay, you're running errands for the white death. You're doing, you're making deliveries for the white death. You're doing all this stuff. Your father is who he is, but you are who you are. Like, are you, if you were that reluctant and your father has no respect for you at all. So it's like, if you didn't want to be in a business, you could have been that rebellious son who went your own way, you know? Um, so it was just like, yeah, I, I, I didn't really, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, I well, another part I really like is the hornet, the scene with the hornet. <laughs> um, the you know who I'm talking about, mm -hmm. the, the, the snake venom person. Um, yeah, I'm waiting for what, what scene are you talking about? I, oh, I know, I know the character, I'm talking about what scene. Oh, the one with her and uh, Ladybug in the train where she is, where she finally comes and he finally realizes who she is and she's about to kill him. And um, she, every time where she's like, yeah, bitch, 
no, bitch. I only got one bitch. Be prepared to die, bitch. And she was like, but you, he's like, but we can find a way out of this. And he's like, she's like, but you've seen my face. And he's like, but no, it's okay. I'm cool. Like, you know, you go your way. I go my way. And then when he, when uh, they both get injected with the venom and then uh, he, he, he injects himself with the, uh, with the anti-syrup or the anti-venom. And he goes, tell me you only had one. He said, you can't tell me you only had one. You always bring them back up. And he's like, is there something I can get you? Like some water? Like, what can I do to help you? And I'm like, dude, she's about to start bleeding out every part of her body. And you're just sitting there trying to be like, I was like, oh, wow. Poor ladybug. Right? Yeah. It it was. I liked her, though. I like I liked the hornet. Like I said, it, it this movie did something that's really weird. It was a great action comedy that had great characters and it actually had a good story. Like we said, there were some plot holes, but it it really it really did. Like it kept me in enthralled from beginning to end. And you know, it didn't help that you got a Channing Tatum uh cameo. <laughs> <laughs> Is this that's he, like, ooh, he do gotta walk. <laughs> He's like, is this the sex stuff now? <laughs> oh, he played, he played, he played that very well. I was very like, well. I was just like, oh wow, it was crazy. So, what did you think about the ending of it? Great. So, I love the fact of like all we heard was Sandra Bullock's voice through the whole entire movie until the very end. Um, I am a huge fan, huge fan of Sandra Bullock. Um, she can play serious roles, but gosh darn it, when they give her like comedy or satire or like dry humor, she does it so well. Um, She's like a Clooney, because Clooney, Clooney is another yes. one who does that so, so well. Yes, yes. So her and George Clooney, I will agree with you on that. They do that very, very well. Um, so it was great to see her at the end. And I was just like, oh, she showed up to like save him, but not really because the train had already been derailed. But um, <laughs> but um, I thought the ending was like really good. Well, I thought the whole movie was good in, like you said, like it was action, there was comedy. It was outrageous in some parts, but the outrageousness like just worked. It just worked on every step. Like some of the things that were coming out of their mouth, I was just like, oh my God, that is so ridiculous. But I like in a normal, well, we're getting back to like, you know, normality. But um, I just thought like, it's a good movie that I would recommend people to go see just because you will not be disappointed. It's entertainment from beginning to end. Like it, really kept you interested watching it like I didn't see a boring part I mean like did you see any boring parts that was kind of like eh, that really didn't need to be in there no like I like it was one of my favorite like I I remember reading about this in 2020 and it was going it's a remake of a Japanese film um based on the same thing and I think there's also a book bullet train and so I was like, okay. And Antoine Fuqua um, was producing it and putting it together. And at first I was like, eh, it seemed a little like, okay. And I think there was some casting problems like Brad Pitt and then some other people had dropped out. And of course it was the height of COVID. So I was like, how are they going to get this filmed? 
um, especially on location in Japan or what have you. But um, it so it turned out. So I, I kind of wanted to see it then from all the players, you know, involved. But I I'm with you. It was so much better than I thought it was going to be, especially even given even considering who was involved with the movie. And there wasn't, I was entertained from beginning to end. I was wide awake when I went. So it wasn't one of those ones that just kind of woke me up, you know, but it was something that it, it, it was like, oh, it's one of those where it's not a point where you want to get up and go to the bathroom. If you had, like, if you had to go to the bathroom, be like, I don't want to, especially since if you're not at the movies with someone, you know, who can tell you what happened, um, but it was just like, wow, it, it wasn't a boring moment, like everything. And I loved how they did the flashbacks, like how they filled in the, some of the, um, not the plot holes that we were talking about, but how they told the story, like how they told the story about the white death. Um, you know, I, I thought that was brilliant. Um, also, the way they showed the connection between Brad Pitt and the Citrus Twins, like what was it, Bolivia? Was it the Bolivia job? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I love the way that they use the that they use those flashbacks. Um, and it, it was really good. Um, so it, it wasn't it wasn't a boring moment in the movie. It was great. And the parts that weren't filled with action, like and it wasn't mindless action. Um, it all made sense. It was all driven by the plot and the story and even the comedy. It wasn't forced because it all kind of went along with the whole idea of even the outrageousness of it all. Um, it all kind of went along with like ladybugs, quote unquote, bad luck. Um, like when they were out there, uh, when um, White Death, he had his men stop. It wasn't Kyoto, but I think it was the second to last stop before Kyoto where he said, you and your brothers got to get off the train and you got to have the case. They didn't want to see the kid because they'd already saw the kid. And so they wanted to see the case and they wanted to see him and his brother. And he goes, and that was the time where he's like, do you know what's it? And they're like, have they ever seen women? No, they and just knew they were twins. <laughs> they just knew they were twins. And he goes, oh, you do, you two do really look alike or there is a resemblance. And so when he was trying to show, when he was like, hey, with the case, and he just flips it in all the underwear and the dildos come out, I'm like, oh, shit. Just horrible so, trying to sell it, and he did worse. And even when they went back in and had that conversation, he's like, "Well, I was, I, I had him, I had him. I was just trying to sell it, and I had them." And then he's like, "I did too much, <laughs> you know." Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really enjoyed it, and I love the cameo by Michael Shannon um, as White Death, um, you know, and even Ryan Reynolds as the agent whose whose place he was taken. <laughs> just like okay like I said there were some amazing cameos that were just kind of kept that were kept under wraps and um, 
I, I loved it. I, I thought it was really good. And I like the ending. And, um, you know, I, I love, I love how things turned out for Lemon. I, <laughs> um, were you surprised? About, that shocked the shit out of me because I, I just knew, you know, I, I just knew we had seen the last of women. So I was I was glad. a little upset because I was just like, gosh darn it, please don't tell me they really killed a black dude. Yeah. Please, please but, don't tell me the, the white brother is the one that survives. Like, that's what I kept saying. But I was yeah. also sad when Tangerine, Tangerine got killed yeah. and then Lemon wakes up and he's just like, you killed my brother. And then him and Ladybug is arguing. But then the, oh, what is that dude's name? The Fool. I, I can't yeah. remember what his uh, name we'll was. We'll just go with that, The Fool. Yeah. Then The Fool is like arguing with Lemon. Well, you shot me. You shot me. And he's just like, but he killed my brother. And it's like a whole big like trifecta. And the father's just sitting there rolling his eyes like, what the fuck am I in? And like, <laughs> But, like, I like the fact that at the end, um, Lemon did wake up. And I was just like, the bulletproof vest. No, because I, remember when Tangerine asked him, you got the vest? He was like, yeah, it's just I just know I'm going to be shot in the neck or something like that, you know, with this vest on. And I completely forgot when they were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And um, I love the fact that Tangerine did kind of save the day. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil that, but just how Tangerine literally saved the day at the end, or Tangerine did it as it, as it were. Um, so, all right, let's, I guess we can wrap this up. What would you rate? So you already said you would recommend it. My next question, would you want to see a sequel of some sort? There's no need for a sequel. Okay. Um, don't spoil it. Don't spoil, like, don't. It was a great film. I really enjoyed it. Don't spoil it by trying to make another one just because it was a good film. Like, sometimes one is enough. And you know what? I'm going to agree with you on that. This is one of those ones where I think unless it is something just really, unless you have some outrageously great story to tell, there's no need to do another sequel. Um, to do a sequel to this. So I agree with you on that, unless it's just a damn good story. Um, and it was one of the most successful movies of the summer, and that's uh, especially it the late... It, of the late summer, yeah. And that, that's okay. saying a lot, to, considering uh, Top Gun has run away with box office this whole year. Um, but, you know, uh, so... And this, we are in the... This is the year that, you know, we're, we're finally... That, 2020 COVID is catching up with us. Um, so from here, the box office is going to be slow. Maybe we should do an extra butter about fall movies. It wouldn't take very long, but you know, we'll see. Um, so, okay, so we're, we're in agreement. Sequel only if you can find that right thing, but not necessary. All right, how would you rate it? Um, so I am going to rate this a 4.25. I was very much entertained um what brings it down definitely is there were some plot holes uh within the film but overall i was entertained from beginning to end i don't feel there was a boring moment i loved all the cameos i think they had great actors in the movie um playing their roles so being that i was very much entertained i'm going to give this a 4.25 what about you eddie um, I, well, I am glad you enjoyed it so much because when I said, when I put on the calendar, you're like, eh, okay, I guess. <laughs> I know. 
And I was like, but, you know, um, and I guess it also makes up for you, her model family being too slow for you. <laughs> Not too, too slow. Dr- just horrible. Just horrible. Too dramatic. It was, just, um, it was just horrible. Uh, but so, hey, I made up for model family. Yes. Um, I am going to give it a four. Um, I, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I, I highly recommend it. I've already recommended it. Um, it is definitely going into the collection um, when it comes available um, on uh, video on demand or uh, when it comes available to purchase, I am adding it to the collection. It is one... I think it's probably going to rank up there as one of my rainy day movies. Like, you know how I have bad boys memorized by the time it's all said and done. I think Bullet Train is going to be one of those movies that I just kind of go back to just to laugh at and just to enjoy. Um, So it it ranks up. I'm I'm putting it up there. I'm putting it in there with the bad boys. You know, it's joining the bad boys and Jason Statham collection. That's a stamp of approval right there, y'all. Yeah, because you know how I feel about that Jason Statham slander. <laughs> All right. Well, you got anything else for us? Is that it? Any other notes on the movie? I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, but no. <laughs> I, know, I, I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, too. Like, we, we talked about Bad Bunny and the Wolf, Sandra Bullock, Joey King, Andrew Josie. Like, it, it it's a well-stocked cast. It's it, really, it really, really is. Good. Like, one, one more time. Last time, if you haven't, go see Bullet Train. Like, you will not be disappointed. It was definitely entertainment. It brings back, like, what movies should be and can be. Yes. Like, it does. With a good the, story. Like, yes. It does the action comedy thing very well. Where a lot of movies have failed lately in that genre, this one pulls it off really, really well. And it's perfectly cast. And not that I'm plugging or work for AMC, but I know how expensive movies can be. So AMC has this thing where they do like $3 movies on the weekend. I don't know if it's just the first movie or whatever, but you know, check it out. You can, there's no rule that says you have to go on a Saturday night and pay 20 bucks per person versus $3 in the morning on a matinee. So, hey, uh, that's my plug. AMC, I need my money. Um, that does it for this week's episode of the Popcorn Wind Down. Please be sure to listen, like, follow, comment, and subscribe anywhere where you can stream your favorite podcast. Um, you can also keep up to date on the latest in entertainment, pop culture news, and other amazing kernels of pop culture goodness at the popcornwinddown.com. That's it. That's the plug. Poppity pop, 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 pop. pop, pop, pop. Um, Thank you, and as always, be sure to join us next week when we discuss Netflix's latest series, The Partner Track, starring Arden Show. Have you started it? Eddie, did you not see my text message? I did, but I was wondering if your opinion has changed. I'm I'm going to be, it's going to be an interesting conversation. We will save it for next week. I am really interested to see um what you think about it i have started it as well so we will (laughs) save that conversation until then so until next time pop stars take care i'm eddie and i'm tammy bye peace